0: Because I get swept up by Idris as well. Up, his, his <laughs> swept up,
1: girl! He knew what off. he was doing when he took that shirt off, standing <laughs> there. What did he take the shirt off
2: for? in the he mo- hugged her, I was like, he can have whatever he wants. He can have well, literally whatever he wants. <laughs> in the most <moment, laughs> not healthy. Random moments. <laughs>
1: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them.
0: In this week's episode, we are discussing Daddy's Little Girls, which is a Tyler Perry production that aired on February 14, 2007. And the summary of the movie. As it was shown to me in Freebie, said a reverse Cinderella tale centers on a successful attorney who falls in love with the financially challenged mechanic who is also a single father
2: of three children. Not what I, I expected, but I can't reverse Cinderella. That I can't
0: <laughs>
1: for yeah, so I many saw reasons. That and <laughs> said absolutely not.
2: But before we
0: get started, please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at n underscore hindsight underscore pod, and on Twitter at in underscore hindsight pod. If you're loving these episodes, feel free to subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that podcasts are published. If you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood films, let us know on the socials or email us at pod at gmail.com. And with that, let's get into it. Now that I have seen the movie, I'm not sure where that came from. Uh, But here to also discuss the movie with us is Elena. So welcome back, Elena, to our Tyler Perry season.
3: Thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so now I'll pass it to Jasmine for the pop culture segment.
1: All right, so I'm going to keep it brief again. But yes, welcome, Elena. Glad you are back. Um, I know we asked this to our previous guest, but any thoughts on our sharp left? from DCOMs to Tyler Perry before we begin?
3: (laughs) I love it. Um, I regard DCOMs with my like childhood and just the nostalgia that comes with it and Tyler Perry movies as well. So to me, it makes sense. I am not, um, I I had no issue with it.
1: All right, well, we will carry on. So in terms of pop culture and random facts, so, Last time, you know, I think the first one wasn't directed by Tyler Perry, but since then we're getting direction, writing, production, everything by Tyler Perry. Uh, The budget for this one was estimated at about $10 million. And at the box office, it was only 31.6. So I don't know if people were just like, Medea's not here, so we don't care or what happened. But I think this might be One of the worst performing, if not the worst performing, but we'll see Uh, how as we go along. Uh, This is the first film that Tyler Perry directed but did not star in. Thank goodness we didn't really need. I don't know. Maybe we might have. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, And this is the first movie to come out of the official Tyler Perry studio. So since Diary of a Mad Black Woman was super uh, successful, he was able to get the money to buy that first studio. So shout out to him. And then for this one, we talked about Timeline. The first draft of the script took about two weeks. And then he did another draft in three weeks. And he said, all right, we're ready to shoot. So I, we can tell. Um, in terms of who we have here, we have Idris Elba. We have Gabrielle Union. We have Louis Gossett Jr., legend. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, Melinda Williams, Tasha Smith, who we're going to see about 50, 11 times. We have Melinda Williams, who I always enjoy her like movies here and there on, what is it, Bouncer, whatever the the channel is, Terry J. Vaughn, yes, girl, we have Gary Sturges back, because these, you know, we're going to get into it, but I think, again, we're in the cinematic universe, everything's connected, we have the McLean sisters, and he didn't even bother changing their names, he just said, y'all just gonna be who y'all are, Sierra, Lauren, Lauren, and China, and then... We have Mr. and Mrs. Payne in this one and a whole bunch of other folks we'll talk about as we go along. So I'm not going to promise a quote every episode, but I do. (laughs) I have found a couple more that I think were interesting. So in terms of like why Idris and Gabrielle Union, apparently he was thinking about Gabrielle Union as he was writing this role. And I feel like I would be super offended, but that's just me. But um, he said with every line I wrote, I was thinking this is Gabrielle. This is Gabrielle. And then the chemistry was insane. But again, this was like during her Mean Girl era. So maybe that makes sense. Because she, I mean, she's pretty much typecast as like the frigid person who must be thawed out by love and a man. I don't Do, know.
0: do you remember what year Deliver Us from Eva came out? Yeah, I was, I thought about that too. Um, I, I wonder if that was the same Eva. Late 90s, early 2000s, I want to say.
2: Oh,
1: three. Yeah. That,
0: I like that. Oh, three. I love that movie. Yeah, I love Gabrielle Union. It's
1: one of my favorite actresses. but She's great. It's just um interesting. Because I'd be like, oh, me? Okay. Um, and then about how did you create this process and go about creating this story and script? How did it come to you? Perry says, well, I had a friend who I would watch. He used to work for me. And I was always getting annoyed because every time I would look up, he'd be on the phone. I was like, what woman is this guy talking to all the time? Then I found out that he had three daughters, and he talks to them all the time, and he's a great father. And then I have a friend who was in my other ear saying that she can't find a man, that she was in corporate America, and can't find a good man. So I thought, what if this woman from the Upper East Side met the hood, and they got together? So they were my muse for this story. All right. He paid them. Girl. (laughs) Yikes. All right, and with that, back to you, Brittany.
0: Okay, so we open the movie. I don't think I'll ever get used to the way these movies open. But I'm going to summarize what happens in the beginning of this movie. We get an introduction to the city. Really just, you know, the struggle of the inner city (laughs) urban characters. We meet um, Monty, who is Idris Elba, and Julia. uh, We meet some other people connected to, to these individuals. We find out that Idris's, uh, well, the baby mama's mom is sick, and that's where his k- three kids are staying. The very next scene, the mom's dead, <laughs> and we get drama at a funeral. Meanwhile, Idris gets a new job, and that's when he starts meeting Julia, who's Gabrielle Union. Um, and then there's also a blind date scene in there. Uh, I'm going to pause there, but <laughs> – how do we that was the this first was, this was the first 10 minutes, right? This
1: the <laughs> first, Girls have to yeah. the
0: first twenty minutes. And then if we include the fact that there is a fire and the kids end up in the hospital, uh, that was minute twenty eight because I paused the movie to see what was going on. So what how do we feel about the way the movie opened and introduced
3: the character? Well, my notes say Anthony Hamilton, hair braiding, barbershop, distress. And I think that (laughs) summarizes it up really, really well. Anthony Hamilton has um, a beautiful voice. Um, There's a lot of struggle in his voice. Um, So it makes sense that he was cast for this. Um, You know, we see all types of stuff going down. We see a church front. We see um, kids playing in the street. We see, you know, like you said, Brittany, like an inner city... Um, but he definitely, Tyler Perry lays it on thick, like, this is a Black movie, and we are dealing with, um, a low-income neighborhood, and the struggles that come with it. There's no subtlety there at all, and that's fine, because sometimes you just want to know what you're in for in the first five minutes. Um, yeah.
2: I thought this was a step up from what we've seen already, in terms of, like, an opening shot. I thought it was pretty... And I, I can't say this word. Uh, I appreciate the cinematography. Ooh, I said it. <laughs> for, 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 the, for this part. Even though, again, there was no subtlety. But, you know, for based on what we've seen already, I, I thought it wasn't bad.
1: I'm still cackling at Elena's comments. And I am done. Now he has struggle in his voice. Because um, that's the nicest possible way to say I love Anthony Hamilton, but it's just... <laughs> but yeah it was so loud like i don't know who does the mixes or like the editing but the music is always so loud and it distracts me from what's happening in the scene i don't know um i hated the title card the child script we didn't need that that was kind of weird (laughs) somehow worse i was so confused and why is the movie called anyway you know what it's fine I just thought the camera was real shaky at the beginning. There are a couple shots I said, oh, you let that go. But I guess since you turned it around in like a month, like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree with all that's been said. I see what Tyler Perry was trying to do. And it's clear he's still learning. Um, But I will say like, so the area that he was trying to highlight is called Sweet Auburn. And it's a National Historic Landmark. And it was the Black Business District. Uh, It became the Black Business District after the Atlanta race riot. Everybody moved from downtown. And it's also the place of Dr. King's birth home. So he was really trying to set the scene and make it serious. But then at the same time, this movie is so ridiculous that it was lost (laughs) upon me in like the first five minutes. And then Idris walking down the street like George Jefferson and the weird fade to black just to show him walk walking around the corner. was <laughs> like, you couldn't just show him walking. You couldn't just have one camera follow him. I don't know what was going on. It was like, just, it was trying to show
0: their struggle and look, there's community and there's history. I feel like that was maybe the goal. Cause, cause when I saw the church, I was like, okay, yeah, I familiar with all this, just having family living in Atlanta, but um the song really drove it home, and then the name of, I think, the beauty shop or whatever was called Burdens, which it might have been somebody's actual shop, and now just might have been. Somebody's no, it last was not. Name. I missed that. Compared, <sighs> like, but added on with the song and the images, I think it was too much. It was a lot, <laughs> but that might have been somebody's real shop, honestly, and they just happen to have that last name. But yeah, the subtlety is not there. And at least we know that's that's just where we are. (laughs) Okay, so when I saw the kids, when we got to the Idris's, well, I guess the grandma's house and she was doing all that coughing, I'm like, oh, my goodness, she is not going to be here very long. But I didn't think she was going to die immediately. Like it was like a whiplash, almost like, dang, I just met this woman and I was thinking like where is the mom and my first thought was like oh she must be like somewhere on drugs because it's a Tyler Perry movie but no she just happened to be dating the drug dealer so <laughs> I, She's I don't know any ideas um the McLean sisters have the same face like really just the same face and it's interesting cuz I came across a review and somebody was writing, I didn't even know they were related until after I looked up the movie and I said, but, but how, how, but how they, they look like triplets. Like they really do. They're adorbs, yeah.
3: Especially the, the, the two small ones. They could be twins. Yeah. The little,
0: yeah, they look so similar. Um, I, love them. I have yeah. some questions about a quote Idris says. He says to the, to the, to the grandma, you know, I love my kids but I can't take them full-time. Which, also, the accent, where are we? Because it's not Atlanta accent, but, you know, that's, as Jasmine would say,
2: neither here nor there. What General do we Black think Hood about... accent. General <laughs> Blackhood accent.
0: Okay. <laughs> what do we think about him as a father, or maybe the portrayal of him as a father? And I know that's going to evolve as the movie goes on, but that line really stood out to me. Of Like, what? Okay.
3: I think with the delivery of that line, so early in the film, like, we don't really know what to make of him. Like, we see he, he works at a mechanic shop. Um, he has his, like, white um, T-shirt on, and he's just trying to, you know, make things happen. So, you don't know if he's, like, a good father or not. Um, so, I think when that's said, like, I'm not sure if, like, I should be rooting for him. <laughs> um But you see that he does try. Um, You see like shortly after the girls come in and, you know, he says they're going to go get ice cream or or whatever. But for him to not have his girls um, full time makes me assume he's probably just not making enough to support them. Yeah,
1: that's what I figured. But no, I agree with you. This whole movie, I was like, am I supposed to care about any of these people? Because I don't know enough. And Idris, did he want to be here? Because he wasn't giving enough for me. Maybe later in like a few scenes or when he was with Gabrielle Union. But otherwise, he was just so not bland, but just kind of there. I don't know. Maybe it was just me.
2: No, he was holding it together for me. My, I would have lost interest <laughs> was he not in it. Well, um, still... But yeah, the I can't take my kids full time thing. He, I think because he was present, we were supposed to assume he was a good father but I can't take my kids full time kind of threw me off and then he said some other things later that also kind of threw me off um stuff about like the grandmother told me that I had to take care of you so I'm gonna do it and I was like no one should have to tell you to take care of your kids and so <laughs> it's been over a decade <laughs> right they're old point. you should you knew you had kids 15 years ago or however old the oldest one was so why don't you have it together by now is the question I mean we understand why later but at this yeah, point weird. I was questioning things also he seemed not to care like the woman's coughing
1: up a lung and he's just like getting a glass of water and like chilling he's like hey he's you, should check that. you should check that cough out yeah. no, it's a regular <laughs> Tuesday for him we would have been to down to the hospital again like I mm-mm. <laughs> he's, he's he was... making a commentary oh, on
0: the black population's dis- historical distrust of the medical
1: system True. you know and health Maybe he might
3: be
1: social determinants, burdens, all those things.
3: Um. I think it was a little, um, and I'm going to say this a lot throughout this episode, so I'm giving you a warning now. Um, it was it, it was not subtle at all. I mean what was her name, Miss K, Miss Kat. Um She had her prescription medicine. She had her cigarettes. She's coughing up a lung, like you said, Andrea. And then at some point in the conversation, she's like, I have lung cancer, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, wow, this is a lot to, to put on us um, and to put on him. But it just kind of seemed like t- Tyler was just trying to find like all, all of the tropes, all of the Distress and trauma and he tried to fit it into one script and in that scene it was just very much like their primary caregiver is about to die. So what are you gonna do?
2: It was trauma bombing. It was just throwing all the things at us at once, which he lo- loves to do. And I don't know why we need that. <laughs> There's like three different storylines in this movie, and they're all terrible. <laughs> they're all hard to watch. You can't classify his work.
1: Um I'm sorry, it was not supposed to be fun. Again, I wish that he would find just one tone moment because this was not supposed to be funny, but I was cackling when yes. she said because well, she was acting down. I said, OK, man, you better get this check for this one scene. But when the camera panned down to everything on that table and you had the power, PowerPoint transition to the funeral, I screamed. Like, I just thought it was the funniest thing. I, heard. <laughs> I was like,
3: this is not supposed to be. But I can't help it. It's just awful. Yes. But Jasmine, that's a good point, though. This this movie is low key a comedy. Like there are way too many jokes. And then you have, like, this very serious matter of this father trying to get full custody of his children. But every five seconds, someone's cracking a joke or something. It's like, Tyler, what are you doing? Take a side.
0: And then we had Tasha show up at the funeral. Um, Her character, I don't even know what to say about her character. Because she didn't want the kids, but then she needed the kids. I guess, was it... Because of money? Like, I don't know. She just really. child support. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. But she was on 10 and I was like embarrassed for everyone at the funeral. Even though I knew it was just a movie. It was
3: just just an embarrassing moment. She's just screaming at everyone. But you know what gets me, though? She plays that character in like almost all the movies I've seen her in. Especially in Why Did I Get Married?
2: Yeah. I can't wait. Me, too, me either. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, how how do we feel about her. Them not telling her. Her mother died. Now that was raggedy. I will say.
1: Even though she's not the best person. I feel like they could have said. Hey girl. Or send somebody with the message. Like hey girl. Because to not know until the funeral. That's rough. Come on y'all. I, I guess if she was going to carry on like that. They
0: were just like we don't need it.
3: I, mm. yeah she I sure should have gotten a heads up or something like someone can text her on her flip phone or something or blackberry
1: not the flip phone but yeah them rolling up and then pulling them out the car and the screaming and everybody and then Aunt rita or i think that was her name Aunt rita came out it was just why do you have all the thugs well never mind because okay if it's i guess with the tyler perry universe so
0: okay so then we get um idris gets a new job which is to be a driver for Julia. Meanwhile, we see Julia. We meet her two best friends. That's Tracy and uh, what's her face from Steve Harvey Show. I just forgot her name, but uh, Terry. Alize Jenkins. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, they. So we meet them. We have some commentary on being single woman. <laughs> in this universe julia goes on a a really awful blind date that i remember funnily enough like there's only pieces i remember of this movie but that date is something that was stuck in my head uh there's idris while idris is driving her around the oldest mclean sister starts a fire then Idris has to come to the hospital he brings julia with her she's complaining uh so i guess a social worker i guess in the hospital is like we're taking your kids away and we're giving them to the woman who has a drug dealing boyfriend and there's so uh, many allegedly
2: has the drug dealing allegedly
0: allegedly allegedly there's so much happening here um but first like i don't even know if we want to get into this but julia's character and her attitude towards dating I, if y'all have thoughts, a part of me is just like, Tyler, who hurt you? Like, what? what? Oh, my
3: God. Yeah. No, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I was happy to see Chasey Chase Ellis Ross. I, I love her and everything. Um, but <laughs> I agree. I'm like, Tyler, who hurt you? Because this feels very personal. Um, it sounds like the women in this universe either are struggling to find a partner or have a terrible partner and are perpetuating, like, just... Toxicity. Um, there's there's a, a binary here, um, and I did have a question, maybe directed toward Brittany. So for the kids who immediately be sent to the mom, like, wouldn't CPS do like research into figuring out if the mom is a suitable caregiver? It just seemed like they just gave gave them up without thinking about the actual like situation that the mom was in. Maybe it yeah. wasn't realistic. I don't know. No,
0: that none of that was realistic. None of the. That man had how many court cases against him, the boyfriend? um, They wouldn't have just snatched the kids and immediately be like, okay, here, go to this mom and goodbye. (laughs) Sorry to you. (laughs) So, no, I, yeah, there's a lot that has to do with the court cases. And I'm like, we really uh suspending disbelief. I was just going to say, I think that man, similar to uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, That man, the boyfriend, is really living on another plane of reality, thinking that he's going to also be part of getting custody after he has so many court cases. Like, that's not how it works. Even at the end. I'll wait till the end. But it's just like he he just maintains the same level of I'm going to get off with this every single movie he's in,
2: I guess. (laughs) That's why they hired him.
1: I was wondering yeah. if this is the prequel or is this the sequel? Because, okay, maybe this was the like prequel. the precursor because oh. he went to jail, he got out, and then he hemmed up Charles and was like, yo, you got to do this stuff. I ran coke for you. So Charles in the background of this movie
2: okay. is the
1: kingpin. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's how he's
2: still married. Damn. And it's the same lawyer too. So
1: get yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Calvin. I said, no. Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> no, where you come from? Anyway. <laughs>
2: Andre, what were you gonna say? First of all, she's our age. She's 31 girl. That I said that uh, was I was like, I don't know how that? I feel about that. This was harder for me than Protozoa being washed up at 31 Oops. at the end of Xenon 3. I don't know why this one got me, but this one got me. <laughs> um she says she got in the car and said, I don't like to fraternize fraternize, and I was very upset with that word. I don't know why. How do we feel about the way she talked. I mean, I guess it's that whole thing of trying to show how disconnected she is. And they're from different parts of yeah. town. And stuff. But I I don't I keep saying this. All these movies. It was a bit too much for me. Okay. <laughs> you can. I understand. Because I related to Julia with, for, with a lot of things, unfortunately. But the way you talk to people. That shouldn't affect the way you talk to people. And I didn't understand why this was the choice. But anyway. Because if you're a high power career woman, you clearly
1: like cannot get a man and you're just like a frigid, you know, witch. So, you know, that's just how like Elena said, like you're one of the other.
3: No, you're one of the other. And like, you can't be mean to people, but then complain about not finding the right person, Julia, you know, pick a struggle. It can't be both.
1: And that's it. Yeah. Like you don't have to be mean for no reason. No. Sorry,
2: he did. He did start beatboxing in the car though, and that See, that would have set me off too. <laughs> that was that's like when you get in the
1: Uber. It's like, sir, I just I just want to ride, you know. But yeah, he was doing too much, and he already knew what the gig was. But she didn't have to treat. Him. I mean, a lot of classism, of course, but like some, in, it felt like some internalized racism a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I can't remember if it was this or the stuff later. But I was like, okay, girl, we didn't have to do all this type of Perry. You didn't have to put every single thing. <laughs> into each character
3: no he didn't i mean yes what got me was him i think he was beatboxing to um it was that song by jill santana because that was the song he was um beatboxing and then he pulled out his phone to check a text while he's driving it's like okay wait a minute now like you know how to drive Mm -hmm. and and be safe i'm sure what's going on here because
0: i'm like he oh go ahead Brittany. I just was going to say he looked at that phone for a good minute, too. It wasn't just like a little sneak. It was like a good maybe 10 seconds. He was looking at this phone.
1: I'm like, shouldn't you be trying to do a good job? Because the whole other subplot, he's trying to buy the garage. And I guess also have money to take care of his kids. So I would think he'd be a little more serious about this. But again, they never said how much he was paying, but I don't know. I guess it really didn't matter. It's
2: from the the other side of the tracks, Jasmine. He doesn't know how to be serious in that environment.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, the last thing I want to say about this, the whole thing of like, you know, she'd be much nicer. If she just got late, you know. Ooh. Can we <laughs> I just? Forgot about that. Can we just not? <laughs> you
2: said that like yeah, no yeah, less yeah. than five times Can't in we this movie. Just... And her friends,
1: too. And see, this is how women perpetuate things. But that's all I'm going to say, because it's not a podcast about that. We're talking about a movie, but um, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. But this this blind date, I'm sorry, this is my favorite scene. I forgot about this. This lifted my spirits. I said, oh, wow, actual for real comedy. Craig Robinson's is everything to me. I love him and everything he's in. Everything. The scramps. Mm. The filet mignon. <laughs> he said, what kind of fish is
2: that? What kind of fish is that?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chinese <laughs> fish.
2: The waiter yeah. was was um Asian. He said, do you guys have Chinese food? Like Elena said. Oh, the,
1: the waiter That's... is the stunt double for Daniel Day Kim. Really? really? Yes, because I looked at him and I said... You remind what? me you of somebody.
2: <laughs> no,
1: because he reminded me of Daniel Kim. And I was like, "That's that can't be him, though. Because that don't make no sense Because for him to be in a Tyler Perry movie. So I had to look it up. And I was like, oh, he's a stunt double. Okay. Daniel Day Kim. Anyway, sorry. We're not talking about him. But um, yes. We should talk about him you. after, Jasmine. Okay, we shall. But the way I would have been gone after, after the first scrimp, after you could do some things in here, I would be asking for a check leaving Absolutely. whatever I was yelling at the Absolutely. restaurant
3: like hey, hey! Look, it's me. It's this, this man was wearing his Sunday vest and he was talking about how she needs to pick up the bill what that, was a, um,
0: the, that was a very 2000 joke too the whole weird thing I was like oh my gosh but it is what seven? <laughs> but the part that I remember it was the rap Julia you know I never make a fool of you <laughs> that made me <laughs> laugh I was like why do I remember this of all the things that the brain holds on to, why am I saving space for that? And Everything. yeah, I think like uh Julia's character she was she was she was hitting too many boxes. Yeah. He, the, the class stuff, I the definite internalized, like she mentions that I think it's later, but like how come black people don't just speak proper English or something? She went on some kind of tangent talking about Grammar, and nouns, yeah, verb, and now verbs. Um, but, yeah, I think the whole idea of if she had a man, all her problems would be solved is very tired. And also, she just seems mean as a person. And, like, that's yes. not going to change. If you are dating somebody, you're still just going to be mean. But they were so convinced, like, you need to find a partner. And without it, you're nothing.
1: No value.
0: And...
3: I agree. I have a question. I wonder where, is it Cindy or Cynthia or call her Sin? I want to know where Sin got this man from. Um, how is he, who, who pulled him out of the cave, out of the trenches? I just, I need to know. And also who's vetting him and why get mad at her for, you know, going out. And this is later in the film, going out with Monty and exactly. having all this heat for Monty. And like, this is the kind of guy that y'all were okay with your girl going on a date with. Like, thank you. where's the consistency?
1: We wouldn't have been friends anymore after this. They were not good friends. They were not they, real. Friends.
3: They weren't good friends at all.
1: The way terrible. they got upset
2: later made no sense to me. I don't don't know that I would be that invested. But,
1: but then they told her to relax her standards at, on the phone after. So which is it then? What do you want me to do?
2: Not be happy so they feel better about themselves?
1: Oh, well, yikes. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> May have done something there. But what did what did crack when she said if I see another black man over 40 in a throwback jersey and immediately saw one out the window and screamed, I did chuckle at that because <laughs> oh it got but then when she was like in even in the car or not, yeah, in the car when he took off to the emergency room. And even then, her lack of empathy, just in general, I was like, Girl, clearly something's wrong. Now I too would be alarmed. Like I this is the first day I've met this person. They're driving me somewhere. I don't know what's going on. But her is sitting in the back of the car, like, okay, how do I how do I talk to him? What what's A V E? Um, Ave Take me home, woe day. No, 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 that's not it. Take me home, brother. I was like, Brother. It was, it was she was giving <laughs> Did she say like, hard, hard, hard?
2: from uh <laughs> jump in. Turdier. Watch me while I pop my collar. Oh god. Yes, she was. Only it was she was purposely being unnatural. Gabrielle Union was.
3: Yeah. Corbin blue was
2: accidentally being (laughs) a natural. Yes. That was that's it.
3: No, but if I'm in the parking lot. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, go ahead, because I'm going to do something else. Well,
3: I was just going to say, like, if if I were in her situation and we're in the parking lot of um, an emergency room, like, I mean, obviously something terrible happened. So, you know, I think my humanity would have kicked in at that point.
1: Girl, because for her to roll in, talking about, you know, I try to support Black-owned businesses, but this is too much. Girl, read the room. Read the room. (laughs) I don't know what is going on. But also, explain to me why the neighbor wasn't babysitting. If she lives next door or whatever, and she's at home, but then she's there at the... I don't know. Explain this to me. Because nobody offered to babysit until we got, like, an hour into the movie when it was no longer helpful. Yeah. All that community, and wasn't nobody there when you needed them.
2: It was. Maybe that's the point. That was the other storyline of the movie, the community aspect of it, it had nothing to do with anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that either. If she was at home, why wasn't She wasn't. Why wasn't she with the kids? Um, I mean, the girl is I'm old enough. I mean, not in like I
0: guess their their eyes, but in just regular life. If she's, she's old like enough to 15, not start a fire. 15, 16. She's, like, old enough to watch her siblings at home. She wasn't that old. I think she was, she's like 12. 12.
1: Yeah, she she's was 12. 12? Yeah. Oh. She's just
2: did
0: somebody say she was 16 in the movie? I, I did that. Later.
1: No, she's, they're five, seven, and 12. Oh. I don't know where I got that from.
0: Which... I Gabrielle said it somewhere.
3: Anyway. Well, I think Gabrielle said the 12-year-old is almost as big as her. Which, I don't mm. know if that's true. The, I it didn't remember
1: there. that. That probably threw me off. But now I'm thinking this baby is five yikes. Because that's, that's not a long
0: kindergarten.
1: I don't know. I'm just thinking about the timeline. Cause even them, i get to when they were shading her for going out with Monty. But a baby that ha- somebody that has a five-year-old, that's like too soon for me. But this movie's not about me. So anyway, and that, I feel like that adds to the stuff between him and old girl. Tasha, even though that's not her name in this movie. But anyway, carry on. Um,
2: Outside the courtroom, so Monty drops Julia off. This is like the first time they they meet or something. Tasha comes out because what's his face? She's had his own case that he got off, whatever. Um, And the way she went off on him with all the slave stuff. And I was like, this is that thing again, where the villains are just evil and just compounding on the evilness. And a more interesting story would have been if they were fighting for custody and... The mom was more morally ambiguous, right? Like you, you—if you could relate to her a little bit more, understand why she wanted the kids a little bit more, and then dealing with that stuff would have been way more interesting than just having her be evil, <laughs> just outright sociopathic almost. So <laughs> it's
0: like, um, a
3: point. Yeah.
0: oh boy, in uh, *Diary of a Mad Black Woman*, he was like—he came out the gate a terrible husband and then proceeded to get worse as the movie went on and tasha came out like an awful mother and had there's not one redeemable quality about her whatsoever
3: and andrea you bring up a good point because like if the mom had like a clear goal or motive then i think her character would be more complex and maybe like some of us would be rooting for her to have to, to, to get her kids back. I think that'd be more compelling versus, oh, I'm evil and I want my oldest daughter to start, you know, running tricks and my boyfriend is a drug dealer who beats on my kids. Like, it's just, how how do we get here? And I, exactly. I, I, I generally, honestly mean that, like, how terrible do the courts see Monty where this mom who clearly is unstable and unfit has these kids?
1: I feel like instead of the flashbacks of his case, we should have understood how they got here. What happened between Tasha and Idris, and what like t- Tyler? Oh, okay,
3: I, girls together. Come on now.
1: I can't. He said that he Tyler Perry. I mean, has scripts happening in his mind, but he doesn't write them down until they're complete. And I need you to just start moving forward. Just make an outline. Make some bullet points so you can hire a continuity person. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but something. Because it's not putting, we're not putting two and two together. If we can come up in five minutes with a better uh, story and script, I don't know. But I guess he, he has the million. So I don't know, girl. Somebody is loving this.
2: Elena clapped, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, these these emojis are missed. I agree. Emphatically.
0: Okay. So the kids is gone. They went with the mama. Next day at work. Idris is, is, I guess, distraught. I'm not sure. But we find out that the oldest McLean sister was given drugs to sell. There is a fight scene in the principal's office that goes down. Um, Monty goes to Julia's office for help, but then is rejected because Julia is like, oh, but you just like every other black man who wants help for free and can't pay for things. I don't know. Uh, but she shows up to help anyway. We see the community come together, referencing the third storyline, meeting with the council. And then we also see how the kids are living in this house with uh, the mom and the boyfriend. they see somebody get beat up. And then Idris and, um, what's her name, Julia, go on what ends up being a date. So that's the next section of the movie. So much, again, I, this might have been another half an hour <laughs> where all this happened. Oh, then, of course, there's a church scene in here as well.
3: There is. Oh, Brittany, but you left out a very pivotal scene with um, the lawyer date who uh, um, was cheating on his wife. His oh, yeah. Wife that. Okay. <laughs> and, that and that was the catalyst to make her actually want to help Monty, by the way. <laughs>
0: Which, how, no how, how, what are the leaps there? But, okay, so for that man, I knew I didn't trust him because he said he was a lawyer. He never said where he worked. He asked her where she worked, and he also said he couldn't get a job there. But he never talked about where he worked at, so I didn't trust him from the jump. He
1: I mean, also is just Brian J. White. He always up to something. So I said, no. And then he said she had big wing tips to fill. I would have been like, you know what, where's the chick? I got to go. Cause he was just, but he said, Get away from my daddy, Twamp, and another that's iconic I line. <laughs> I <love> also, that. <laughs> so that's their little brother, the the McLean sisters. That's the little brother.
2: Oh, that's oh because true. he looked like them. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a big family. Was the Good mom their ass. real mom because she looked like them too?
1: I googled that, but I didn't see that oh, confirmed. So it's an
2: accident. Okay. That was funny. I think, so she goes on this date because earlier on, Idris Elba says, get a, get a man, get a life again, as if a man's going to fix her attitude or something. I wrote uh, that down. So yeah, I don't. Was this a blind date or did she find him? Did they say? I think it's her friends set her up
1: again. You know what? I would just have to be done. In the friendship, I don't need any more referrals. Because for you to refer someone, <laughs> refer, refer, And you didn't know their marital status? No, you're not doing enough for me. Even though, look, if y'all go on a date, you gotta ask, are you married? Are you sure? Are you divorced? Anything. Because (laughs) Because even if you're separated,
3: you're still legally married.
1: Mm -hmm. People be out here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's today's PSA. If you don't take anything away from this movie,
2: (laughs) take that away. But anyway. The stark... Difference between Julia's storyline and Inter's Elvis storyline made it harder to watch these kids deal with what they were dealing with. It was too much yes. for me. I couldn't stand like laughing at these dates and then all then we're going into the drug dealer's house and the kids are getting abused. That was too much. <laughs> did not <Yes>. like this. <laughs> it was like these needed to be two different movies. They did. We didn't need these kids in this movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. How do you make a rom com
1: about custody? A custody battle, like. <laughs>
3: What What were you thinking? Oh, well, that, that's Tyler Perry for you. This is a, the quintessential Tyler Perry movie. The only thing missing was him, you know, as the lawyer or oh, Medea <laughs> being someone's aunt or, you know, great aunt or something like that with, with their little spiel. That's the only thing we're missing.
1: Also, the fact that she was like, you only want your kids because you get a check and now you're playing the race thing. Did we need <laughs> any of that?
0: That's what i'm saying like what happened to you girl how what made you and and that's also why i said what happened to you tyler because she is just multiple layers of hatred (laughs) and didn't need to be this way and then later we find out it's because that relationship but that one six-year relationship made you so negative towards black people and then especially
2: black men Well, the way it ended was a lot. The way the relationship ended was a a lot. And I also would not recover well from that.
1: But not enough to to internalize racism. There's no... Well, I mean,
2: those are different issues. We're not... I'm talking about this one specific thing. Well, no, that's what Brittany (laughs) was saying. Like,
1: how did we get there to you being this? It's one thing to be, like, walled off emotionally, but for you to make assumptions about people and treat people with, um, you know.
0: I have to imagine she was already like that, right? Like, because yeah. her friends are like that, or will make more so, uh, not, the, what's the, what is her name from Steve Who? Harvey's show?
1: She, Elena said it.
0: Well, part of her name is Alexei. Uh, name. Levita. More so Levita than Tracy, although they is both complicit. But if that's who she went to college with, she must have felt like all that. And so the only problem really was just her heartbreak and getting over that to trust another man. But all that stuff about, like, Black men, they good for nothing. And Black people don't know how to speak properly. I feel like she must have all had that just for years and years yeah. and years before she
1: even Definitely. dated also, I feel like her daddy was part of that. Even though they didn't say too much about mm-hmm. the daddy, something in that he, conversation gave me, yeah, he's, it might be one of those,
3: I don't know. Respectability politics, like
1: mm-hmm. old
3: school people, pull your pants up kind of people. Yeah, So what they gave. And Loki, that might be Tyler Perry too, though, but that's neither here nor there. Well. Well. Can we,
1: okay. The chart, is this the point where the thugs came in? I can't sure. remember because the... No, because before they went to church, the Willie Willie, the guy the garage, he said somebody told him he's gonna need help from God and two more white people. And I said okay, um, but that I can't remember was, the.
0: Com- I was like, com- "What? Yeah. Did I hear that properly?" I just had to let that one go.
1: Yeah, I said, "All right," but yeah, then they immediately go to church, and I don't know. This is another turning point, but I was like, "Yikes!" Not Eddie Long. This did not age well at all. Um. Yikes, but he's over. And then they have this fight in the principal's office. But then the, and then the mom was about to do, I don't know what she's going to do with the 12 year old. She got to find a hustle. I said, okay. Um, but yeah, them fighting in the principal's office and the principal is calling for security and then sits there and does nothing. And no one says anything like, hey, this man, he hemmed him up every scene. He was telling, the Joe was telling Idris to back up and Idris was just standing there and he, he was just a, extra. In a
0: headlock. And I'm like, I know Idris is more like is taller than you, this is more swole than you. And meanwhile, he's just <laughs> in this headlock. And the principals are just is just doing this with his hands. Not not saying nothing. nothing. It's like a whole bunch of people in this office. Don't nobody in the school come in. They just they just let this man do whatever he wanted.
3: You know what that scene reminded me of? Um, has anyone seen Baby Boy? Oh not, not yeah. willingly. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Um, but, you know, when Jody's in that headlock, that's I, I don't know if Tyler was <laughs> paying homage to that scene, but that's exactly <laughs> what I thought of. Oh, God.
1: He probably was. Did we need it? Sorry, every scene that we talk about, I'm like, was this necessary for... I don't know. Because couldn't he have been a witness? Because didn't they he goes to court after this right or nothing something wasn't it for the principal's office or not was that something else
2: no he was in court before this yeah have nothing were... to do with the actual story from a previous thing before okay because
1: i'm like maybe they mentioned it in court like something happened at the school or whatever
2: Mm-mm. no he
0: was Cause, in court because of drugs but they didn't have nobody wanted to testify no
1: idris when, oh, they, when idris. they were in court they like mentioned he had he had assaulted Joe or something like that, and I was like, where the principal to be the witness? Because you were standing right there the whole time." But that's okay. Principal said, "I ain't no snitch." Well, there's no
2: witnesses, right? <laughs> I ain't, I, one he of, this one. He's the king drug dealer. It's stitches.
0: Like it's real. It's yeah. just like extreme. Everything is in extremes in the movie. Like,
1: I also can't tell stuff. a story. Can't tell a story any other way. Well. Uh. <laughs> Let me just, I was very afraid for the daughter because I forgot what actually happened in this movie. So yes. as soon as they moved over there, I was like, please don't let it veer off into, yeah. like, the abyss. But thankfully, yeah. the, it, he kept it
2: at a little level. It could have tumbled there real quick, but it did not, which was nice. I have two quotes oh, for no. us. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> One is Monty and Julia talking. They were, like, walking down the sidewalk or something. Uh, Monty said, it generally was, like, asking him what his dreams were. How'd you end up with Tasha, I guess? And he was talking about he wanted to be a mechanic and have a shop. And then she said, what happened? And he said, I had to use the money I saved on my kids. It was worth it,
3: though. <laughs> exactly. That's what we don't yeah. know. Should we root for him or not? Exactly. I caught that. I ca- so, okay, so when he said that first, I thought, oh, he means... He's using this money to, you know, pay for her and, and the lawyer fees, but that's not what he meant. Oh my gosh. Yeah,
2: I think we're still supposed to root for him. I think it's one of those things where he's trying and that's all he has to do. And you know I'm not even gonna say it because we know why. But Whoa, say <laughs> it one more time. I'm not saying it. I don't <laughs> want to be that person every episode, Jasmine. Somebody has to be, cause yeah. <laughs> um the kids uh witness a beating. In the drug dealer's house. I didn't need the kids stuff. They could have kept the kids out of this movie. Honestly, it was, it was, it was too much for me.
0: Yeah. That, it got real heavy when that it came to the kids. Uh, my second yeah. quote is in the city meeting with the councilman. Uh, Willie stands up and he gives this rousing, passionate speech to unite everybody. He says, nobody <laughs> never gave us nothing. We all earned it. It ain't up to them. It's up to us. Now, if we all stand together... Maybe they'll come and help us. That's the history of us as a people. (laughs)
1: And I said,
0: Willie, you started off strong, but you lost me at the end. You really lost me at the end.
1: I see what he was trying to do. Because if you have Louis Gossett Jr., you got to give him time to just monologue for a while. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. But yeah, that conclusion. I said, are you sure? Cause uh, they're yeah. not gonna, <laughs> they're not gonna help us anyway. I was, also, the actual neighborhood was split in two by the freeway, so I was just like, and thinking it, about in real life, I'm not the movie, but no, I'm just like, just, okay. no,
2: it just almost says that later.
1: Okay, I thought he did, but I was like, I need to Google this. And then the politician go ask him, "Have y'all called the police? Have you done anything?" So no one's coming to help. I think is this. <laughs>
0: What they but if, if we all stand together, maybe they will come to help us. I mean, it's our history. It's our as history. A
1: people. As a people. Oh, dear. I
3: don't... I will say that scene is also something Tyler does a lot, where he'll have, like, an older person school the youth on how things used to be and, um, you know, instill pride in our people, which is beautiful, yes. But it's, it, it's just that and, and the church scene, again, quintessential Tyler Perry, so... This was the, maybe this was a blueprint. I don't know.
1: It's got to be. We need to start Tyler Perry Bingo on this show because okay, we've had the church, we've had the emergency room, some hospital. We drug had dealer. drug dealer, um drugs and death, community meeting, yeah, somebody died, physical was- abuse. <laughs> Baby mama drama. Oh gosh, a funeral. Okay, we're doing we're going Atlanta shots and ambulance. Um, <laughs> in court. Yeah, we gotta be at court every thing. Has to
2: be lawyers.
1: Oh gosh. Oh, Brittany. Speaking of the, um, I think you're talking when they were walking down the street. So the whole thing, the conversation about brothers in the hood don't look after their kids. Um, and then she asks about, or and then she talks about like, oh, it's really hard to meet a nice black man. I forgot what his response was, and then she was just like, you know, someone that has good credit. Wants to date, or maybe this was later in the office. I feel like I'm blurring the two conversations, but she says she wants someone that has good credit, wants to date a black woman, and uh, doesn't play video games.
3: Uh, Miss girl, right? They can't play video games. Um, <laughs> they can't escape. They can't have fun. Exactly. <laughs> what kind of
1: list, My God, is this? But also, I don't, I don't know because the movie was trying to say something, and maybe y'all can help me out here um the movie was trying like in diary of a mad black woman It was like black men love hard too it's like okay but here because you know the whole conception around uh family court and like men are always getting the short end of the stick and not having their kids or having their kids taken away from them and blah, blah, blah. And then this movie is kind of giving you the reverse where it's like the black man is the the hero. and He's trying to get his kids from the awful ex-wife and like just to show like all black men aren't uh, black fathers aren't deadbeat dads and all this stuff. But then it's like some of the scenes, it's like, you sure should either one of these parents have the kids? Like, I don't know. It was trying to say something while also um not helping its point i don't i don't know if y'all had any thoughts on that
0: it was like showing us telling us one thing and then showing us the another <laughs> i don't know it it wasn't in, on purpose i don't think
3: well i think they were definitely showing that monty is trying and um he has all of these uh different forces against him where his job his uh the mother of his children, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. So that, that's definitely a theme. And I think it's also a theme of black women just being disgruntled with the state of black. I think these are some heavy things by the way, but uh, black women not feeling like they have like a suitable partner and them having to weed through the tomfoolery to find a good man. And maybe the good man is the, the man with three kids, you know, you know, maybe you're, you're being shallow and you're not looking at, um, for the heart, you're looking at the bank account. And I think that's a very nuanced conversation too, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely preachy. <laughs> so it's, it's trying to teach us something and I'm not entirely sure either, Jasmine.
1: I don't want any of these lessons, but it makes me think because Andre gave a large eye roll at that. So, and I know Andre say that you, con- like, you connected with Julie on something. So I don't know if you had anything to say on that. Like, was it just the dating stuff? Or was it what Elaine was talking about? Um, or it both?
2: Just, it was just the, the dating stuff. Her being my age. And even though I feel like being 30 back then is different than being 30 now. I do not feel like a full adult. Like, she looked. <laughs> now. So, that's, that's a little different. Um, yeah, and then the, uh, yeah, it was just the dating stuff. I think that was the big thing. And People telling you you need to be married at this time or something, stuff like that.
1: No, that's fair
2: because I was, I agree. Because even on girlfriends,
1: Joan was 30. Was she even 30? It seems she was one. that's how the first season started. It was the 30th birthday. Oh, yeah. I was like, girl, mm-mm. I'm still trying to figure out.
2: <laughs> she has a whole house, she has a wardrobe. No. I that's, got t shirts, a nice one at that, right.
1: An apartment was everything, but yeah, Color-coded the a whole... wardrobe. Oh, sorry, I'm done. I, no, I I aspire. Okay, um, but no, like the dating stuff. There were parts of this that made sense, and it was like, oh yeah, I get that. As like thirty something, you're a person. It just went too far. But even that, when Lane was talking about like people making you feel shallow. For wanting certain things or having yeah. some level, <laughs> some yeah. type of standard, but then all these movies, and we're only like three movies in at this point, so already it's like, girl, don't try to get someone you're equally yoked with. Just give, just give the working class brother a chance. That's anybody, subtle. just anybody Spry better than us, window girl. And just get a man with the pulse, okay? Because you, anything <laughs> beyond that, you're doing too much. Right? Is he a man? then you're all set. So, Yikes! Anyway. Sorry, sorry, Brittany. We took a whole detour, but anyway, I, I'm back. <laughs> but it's just, it's aggravating. No, you're right, though, because the
0: Kimberly Elise, and I will never remember these people's names. I just cannot remember the names of these people in these movies. But Kimberly Elise's, whatever her character's name, she was like, oh, I'm educated and I don't have time for this man who works at Steel Mill, And then he was supposed to be the good guy. And Idris was... It's supposed to be the good guy in this one as well. But it's hard to root for him also. And that kind of leads me to the next part, which is the club scene. Where he <laughs> Talk says, about it! I'm a, okay, I'm going to just summarize what's going to happen in the next block. Okay, so we have a scene where they... She kind of gets shanghaied into a date, which... We should put on the bingo card, perhaps. Yes. Um, she Then Julia later um, has lunch with her friends. They're judgy. Then Julia meets the girls. And we get an aquarium date as well. Where we see... uh, What's her name? Alize? Whatever. I don't know her name is in this movie. But the, I'm going to stop there. Because after that, it's like the court scene. And it just... The ending is, is, is a lot. But... This club scene, I feel like Monty said, you're always safe with me. And then proceeds to not be a safe person. I just really didn't trust him. Mm -mm. I didn't, I didn't like, he was, it made it seem like he was trying to take care of her. And he got her home. He got her water and aspirin. But like, you know that she's drunk. So you should just go home. Like, you should just leave. And then him getting upset. When she throws up in the bathroom and then tells him to leave, it did it was not giving. It was it was not a good
3: vibe at all. No, it was- no, it wasn't. And actually, it kind of maybe there's a parallel between that situation and whatever happened back in college or high school, or you know, what led to him being jailed for um, you know, um, false rape accusations. But it, you're, you're right, though, Brittany, like it, it was very ambiguous. Like she she was clearly drunk and he knew that, you know, and he probably thought he was going to get some. And so it just it, it was a really weird iffy place. And it makes you wonder about Monty's character. Like, I'm not saying he's a terrible person, but with these kinds of situations, you, again, it's a little hard to root for him.
2: Yeah, because in the bar, he said, I'm not really into her or something along those lines. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? But see, you know,
1: that's not even a prerequisite, but that's all I'm going to say. So, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) There I go again. But yeah, I was disgusted. Because, okay, this whole scene, yeah, we're adding the jazz club to because that's where the working class man is going to take you to the jazz club. So Although, also wait,
2: Jasmine. Before you keep going, he could not yes. take me here. He could not drive me up to this place while these st- people standing outside this girl bar and in there. He could not take girl, me there. I would have been like because it reminded me of something very specific. I
1: was like, you know what? No, I would have had to go home. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That has nothing. To do. That whole scene was like again the I'm drunk and whatever rom com. And then how we just plopped it in. But yeah, I was disgusted by his behavior. Um, like him fighting the air because she's throwing up in the bathroom. Like, what did you think? And then he had his dirty tims all on her bed. That made me mad. So I was just like, mm-mm. This is a big no for me. I don't know that. I don't know. Best wishes to the sisters <laughs> with either parent, to be honest. But it was just too much. But, yeah, the whole, the whole thing about, you know, Again, with Kimberly Elise's thing, it's like, you know, you should be with this kind of man because he can show you all the hidden gems, you know, the simple pleasures of life, you know, so you can shed your corporate armor and be who you are as a, as a strong, beautiful black woman. You know, I was just like, girl, because even they even had her take off her clothes in the club, which I said, oh, God, what is about to happen here? I don't yeah, remember any of weird. this.
2: Why was she shedding clothes?
1: Because she's shedding her layers. Andrea opening herself to the possibility oh, okay. of being being with a man from a different world. You Stop! Know? That's what they said. They said they're from two different worlds.
3: <laughs> he did say that he did in her office. We're on the nose there.
0: Where where does the reverse Cinderella come in?
1: I've been trying to figure that out this whole time. He's poor and she's rich.
3: She's lifting him out of poverty. That's See? it. That's all I can think. Oh i guess that's, if you want to take reach. that away from cinderella
1: okay right because <laughs> that's not what i got from that tale but i don't know i love mr Payne singing i don't know why he just cracks me up and tyler he was just like, gonna
2: find someone who could sing tyler perry's gonna find absolutely
1: absolutely and the fact that it was like how did y'all meet Oh, I was her driver. He was like, oh, okay, you know what? If you like it, I love it. He went right on, <laughs> didn't ask any questions. But she was just being so awkward. Like she had never taken a shot before. Like she had never been around Black people before. Like I just, what? It, and then later she was trying to do the snap dance. And it sounded like she just discovered who Lil John was. I was confused by her this whole time and it's this because she's just made it worse
2: jasmine she doesn't associate with these kinds of people she's in a different class
1: i'm done i'm tired also who keeps toys in the medicine cabinet though and that's an aside also i love a faucet in the mirror i do love a good, you know, a good uh, mirror faucet so that's Wait, like, her
0: her apartment though was huge everything the scene that he was trying to find her bedroom which icky gross yeah if you walk down a good like three hallways just to get there and i just couldn't help but count like how many spaces she had in whatever that apartment was
1: okay hey, it's a home in atlanta they have space and that was everything this whole thing was just cringy to me the whole day it was
2: i don't know why the medicine medicine cabinet thing had to happen either it was too
3: much too much i think it was again commentary of oh she needs a man I understand that, but still,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we've said it five times. Oh, we did. We didn't need the visual as well.
1: No, because again, Audrey you said he didn't even really like her like that. It was just a time and opportunity.
2: That's all it was. So, mm.
1: and them dancing in the club when everybody's gone. I was like, I don't believe any of this. Please, so. Oh.
2: And this is supposed to be romantic. I mean, this is one Ew. romantic scene, and we catapult later on we haven't gotten there yet we, we go off it's girls
1: <laughs> we all talk about it because that was confusion these declarations anyway okay so let's let's get
0: into the next the next scene so okay so we got a couple scenes with the with the friends we already kind of talked about this her friends are terrible but also she is her friends she's also terrible so I guess it makes sense but any thoughts about her? meeting the girls china is the youngest one i think so yeah okay they had told her make sure you have attitude in everything you say
1: mm-hmm. although i think
0: she did that crying scene really well
1: oh yeah she was acting but she is yeah. a comedian i loved her in this whole they moved in she was like yeah, we gonna need a bunk bed or something i don't know what's going on here i chuckled so she was yeah. funny to me and the middle sister was tired of the, the other two. They were. She was like, look, we're supposed to be kind and nice. Yeah. The
2: middle sister and my sister. Right. <laughs>
1: I would have been sick of it too. But yeah, and that's like a rom com thing. It's like, oh, you meet the kids. But then it's, then we go back and forth. It's just, it's too much. These it's the, the, the circumstances. The is getting
2: abused. Yeah. <laughs> <Why are> they- <laughs> and this is
1: a, okay, well, I'm going to save it till we get to the,
0: um, the next section, but just uh, the thoughts about this court stuff.
1: And how this is not, girl. this is not how those things work. But can I just say real quick, she's 31. I just feel like, okay, I don't, while I don't agree with the friends approach and their specific comments, that is a lot to consider. Taking on, if you're going to date someone with three children, one of them is five at 31, like, I feel like that's, Absolutely. that is a lot to consider, but so they could have really actually had a real conversation with her versus, oh girl, what's happening? Or, oh, you're just having fun with the guy from across the railroad tracks. Like, they just went to two complete yeah. extremes
3: when they could have had an actual dialogue. And that would have been nice because it's, it's valid. Like, do you want to sign up to be a stepmother to three children? You know, and some, some people don't want to do that. Um, But the French just came off as super superficial, and my takeaway was, oh well, you know, he's not he's not rich, or he's just like every other dusty out here. So don't even give him your time. They don't even know him, mind you. So they're just jumping to all these conclusions, and it's just the shallow conversation with this lack of nuance, this lack of well, there are two valid sides to to these stories. It's just, I feel like the French just fell kind of flat in terms of the character development and how they were written. Which is a shame because I love Chasey Ellis Ross. Again, I think she could have really added something nice to the storyline.
2: I, I love the three of them together. I thought it was going to be fun when we first saw mm-hmm. them at the beginning of the movie. And then it's like, That's oh, great. this is not what I wanted. <laughs> I wanted girlfriends. <laughs> we wanted girlfriends.
1: Because you know what else I would have talked to her about, which bothered me the whole movie. So, yeah, y'all like each other, whatever. And do you? But anyway, we'll talk about that. Because I feel like it was just chem. I mean, it's just chemistry. There wasn't. Anyway, the other issue here is that you're his lawyer and he's your client. Yeah, this is completely unprofessional and inappropriate. Okay. This entire thing. So that's what got me. I couldn't really watch this or believe that they were falling in love and all this stuff because we ain't it's a mess. And we haven't seen any dates that that wasn't a date. So at least um Kimberly at least got to walk down the pier or wherever and fight with the pillow. Julia and and Idris didn't do nothing but be in the office secretly or at the house. So it was a no for me. But yeah, it was completely unprofessional. And I would have been like, at least wait till the case is over yeah. to fiddle around. So I don't
2: know. That would be too much. He wasn't actually paying her, so <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, there's
0: that. And I don't need to follow a code of ethics. This is pro bono. I, I don't know. That's That was it for me, though. The fact that you were this man's lawyer. Meanwhile, these kids are getting, like, abused for real. And you're out here frolicking <laughs> with this man in secret. I just... It, it wasn't... It didn't give romance to me.
2: And I still... No.
0: I, I, he's on the fence. I just, he's not um, the good guy
2: to me. He's not. You're doing the thing where he's attractive, so he's automatically the good one. Right. Which is unfortunate. Because I get swept up by Idris as well.
1: Swept up, it, girl! He, he, he knew what he was doing when he took that shirt off, standing
2: <laughs> there. What are you taking the shirt he mo- hugged her, I was like, he can have whatever he wants. He can have well, literally whatever he wants. In the is <laughs> not healthy. Random moments. <laughs> In
0: mid-conversation, he'd just take his shirt off and be wearing a tank top. And it's like, why are you Unacceptable. Doing this?
1: It doesn't That's even make like sense in
0: terms of the scene.
1: He knew. Oh, my gosh. Okay. but This is a departure, though, to have the love interest be a dark-skinned man.
2: It was Idris Elba. He transcends. He convention. transcends.
1: So, okay, I was like, maybe Tyler Perry was experimenting with something new. <laughs> That's a good point,
3: because usually it's a light-skinned man who saves the day. And he didn't even save the day. I was did there? Not. Yeah. He there.
2: Yeah. That's
0: an interesting point.
3: Okay. Are we ready for the,
0: the court scene? Oh. Wait, do we go to we... the
2: aquarium yet? Yeah. I oh, say. okay.
0: Yeah. The aquarium came before that. Okay. Thoughts on the
2: aquarium. Oh, just that. That was an amazing aquarium. And now I want to go. They had the whale, like, swimming over their head. I was like, this is one of the best scenes in a Tyler Perry movie ever filmed.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> isn't it, like, the Atlanta Aquarium or something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's famous? It's, okay. It's huge. It is. My- they took me
1: and I was little. I don't know how old I was. But I love a good aquarium shot in movie. And I feel like you can't really ruin that. Because it gives you the scenery. So I was like, okay, this is the best part of the whole, the whole movie. But again, we see that she's she's calmed down. Okay, she has a man. So she's relaxed. She has jeans on. So we see the evolution of her character. But for them to be arguing like this about this. I don't even know if y'all are actually in a committed relationship at this point. Y'all just hanging right. out. So right. what are we th- What are we even talking
2: about? And what right. was he mad about? She was just being what was honest. He about? Plus, I'm this, really this is your, your lawyer. About. Right. It was, so, this was <laughs> so confusing. I didn't even really understand what they were talking about because it was like, <laughs> so are they dating? It was like, if we considered that bar thing a real moment. Okay. Even if that was real, which it didn't feel like to me, we still no. are not at the point now. Where we're on this path to commitment, I don't know. It was it was too much, even though it was beautiful because they were sitting in front of that. <laughs> the
3: sharks swimming by. <laughs> Do you think there's a metaphor at all um, with them being in an, aqu- an aquarium, like all the fish in the ocean? Like, are they two fish lost at sea, or I don't know? It's just it's intentional. I, I just want to know what the vision was. Small wait, small fish okay. in a big ocean. That's the saying. Yeah. Yeah, nine, I think that's it. Nine. I don't know. Maybe they feel like they're in
1: a fishbowl because the world mm-hmm. oh. is going to look at their relationship and judge them. You know? Yes,
2: yes. Wow.
1: See, we gotta start our yeah, own I studio that for
2: that too. That was great. I'm, I'm done because y'all,
1: <laughs> y'all be trying to limit my analyses. So I'm gonna savor this moment. Um, but <laughs> <Yes>. I, <laughs> I don't know what they're arguing about. And even when they talked in the car, like, also. Wait a minute. Logistically, I had to think because later they showed that the mom and the drug dealer live like across the way from Monty's apartment because later he looks up and sees them parting. But then when they dropped what? them off, they made it seem like they were across town and then she, they just let the girls off in the park.
3: What? <laughs> That's a good point, Jasmine. Like really quickly, this is later in the movie, but when Monty heads over to their place to you know eventually crash into the girlfriend and the boyfriend i thought he was gonna like drive for like a long time it, it's like a five second transition <laughs> i wasn't expecting that
1: i don't know why i'm trying to make sense
3: yeah it was, it
2: was, this? It was weird i didn't understand that either
1: but then they had this argument and then in the car they're like oh i love you did, oh, he, did he say it back? You no, know,
2: she said. I don't even remember him saying it back. Okay, I know she went on, she on the monologue it. of her crying, talking about I'm in love with you, and I'm like, but where? How with did we get? What? You? Which part? <laughs> it's been thirty days. What are you
1: in love with? The
0: tank. It's it even
2: been thirty days? No, the court,
1: the court cases. It's been two
2: weeks. He got you water when you were drunk. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh, and an aspirin. Can't forget about that. Oh gosh.
1: But that is terrible. Because uh, I know Andrew, you brought up earlier, like having a six year relationship and then him telling you two days before his wedding that yeah, is a, that's, like.
2: That's bad. Because that's attacking my ego. Now I feel like an idiot yeah. <laughs> and I can never talk to anyone ever again.
3: I can understand that she's deeply hurt um, and, you know, that something that she was traumatized by wasn't able to move forward from. I get that. I don't. That, you That's know, wild. condone her behavior, though. <laughs> I can understand.
1: But this is the next relationship you want to get into,
0: because it's it, a messy uh, time. It's a
1: messy time. Like I, I don't think, like mess, but you still this.
2: his lawyer. I'm... still. At this point, I had forgotten about the um, kids and the case and his big dark secret.
1: And so did he. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: well, let's get there. So. We get the the child custody hearing. Julia is providing a letter that the grandma wrote, saying that Monty should have custody. Um, the lawyer, the, the 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 not the lawyer, the judge is finally like, "What do you do to Tasha? And what does your boyfriend do?" They they waited this long to ask those questions, and she's like, I "Um, I well, you know, I I have some you know businesses," and the lawyer on their side throws out this fact that Monty had, was convicted in the, 16 years ago, went to jail for eight years, which leads me to wonder, when did he have these kids if he was in jail that long? I don't know. And then everything falls apart. He loses his lawyer and also his secret girlfriend. Then the kids run to Monty's house because baby McLean is being abused. We get this, like, uh, well, she, he's like, you're going to stay with me. Um, Monty crashes his car into, not Joe. What is his name? Oh, his name is Joe. Monty crashes his car into Joe's car. So he smashes them all up. Then he gets out. They start fighting. Neighborhood is watching. Then the community comes together and they start beating up Joe. They get the guys off of uh, Monty. Julia is, like, mid, drinking some tea, watching the news, and just runs out and rushes to go help Monty. Um, Joe is in court uh, for assault charges. Julia gets there also. The community decides to stand up and say, hey. Oh, no, he's in charge. Sorry. He's in charge charges for drugs. Um, And this is another moment where this doesn't make any sense. But I'll save that till we get there. The neighbors to the whole community testifies against him, but when it's Monty's turn for his case, nobody testifies against Monty. Everything is dismissed. Monty says, "I love you," and then everyone's celebrating because the movie's over, (laughs) and that's how it ends.
2: Supposedly, he got custody, but we didn't get to see it. Can I just say, we go? It goes straight from um, Gabrielle Union saying, "I love you" to. He was convicted of rape. It that seat, that is a thirty-second time lapse in the movie. That was really crazy. I'm sure it is. It's very, it,
0: like Elena said, it's like very heavy stuff that's just heavy. kind of being thrown around casually. But it's a lot of heavy things on top of one another in the same
3: movie. With with a joke every like five minutes. Um, now, if, if if I may jump in, um, I was surprised that Julia didn't ask. Um, what's his name Monty if he actually did it all she asked was exactly. if he went to jail and as a lawyer sis you have to know that people go to jail all the time for things that they didn't do so that was an interesting choice I think at that point she already made her decision about whether or not he was guilty and him going to jail was, was going to confirm her bias um but I did not like that scene at all I just it did it almost didn't even feel realistic coming from a lawyer but I'm curious to hear other people's Thank thoughts you. about that.
1: I had the same, I said, oh, you're a bad lawyer. What is going on? You need to be disbarred, ma'am, because you out here consorting and cavorting. And I just, and you just didn't First of all, what were y'all doing in these meetings after work besides for diddling? Because y'all supposed to be working on this case, but yet you don't know this information. They threw it out in the first court scene. They said, you have a violent past. That would have been my first question out the gate. After that court session, like, what's going on? See, this is why well, I had to, to stop fair, watching *Lincoln Lawyer* too. Go ahead. For Lynn. sure,
3: but to be fair, she did ask him if you know there's anything he should she should know. Now he, I think she still should have looked into you know his mm-hmm. history and done a quick Google search. Because yes. apparently, if he was right, just, that, that was crazy. because In that like news segment, <laughs> the the anger is like, oh yeah, Monty, whatever his last name is, as you might know, you know. He, <laughs> Um, uh, you know, jailed for rape, but it, it, they found out it wasn't true. Like he, he obviously has some sort of notoriety. So right. girl, you can search him. I'm sure that would have come up. No background check. What kind of lawyering
1: what? do y'all be doing? And also I hate that too. Like when the clients don't tell a really important piece of information, I'm like, this is going to be the conflict. Cause he, she asked him about it and then the phone rang and I'm like, are you guys so distracted by the phone call that you didn't forget this super important question? I don't know. But yeah, I was annoyed that she didn't ask him, okay, but did you do it? Or like I said, do a background check or something. And then of course, because they're having a relationship, now she's all, I don't know, whatever about it and just more upset than she really needed to be. Because again, I assume you're a criminal lawyer working with criminals. You know, people get unjustly convicted or also they're guilty and you still have to help them. So I don't, I'm tired. At this point, I was just over it.
0: Okay, I'm going to rewind back to the fight scene. Because when Sam Cooke started playing in the background... strained screamed. Oh I girl. had to pause the movie. What, what does the fight have to do with being born by the river... And then it's the changes game. that got it's
1: changed because it's gonna a change. It's right, the change part.
0: Oh, they're helping themselves. Cool. Oh well, see that's me. That's on me then, because I clearly should have picked that one up. Yeah,
3: girl, you should. Yeah. Now <laughs> I will. I will. S- I'm kidding. <laughs> it's it's heavy handed. Um, I I'm curious to know what Monty's end game was because if he accidentally killed somebody, this would not help his case at all. And I understand he was mad at Joe, understandably so. But Monty, this isn't the way to go. Now I'm rhyming, but uh, you know, on accident, but. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand what he was trying to do. Revenge
0: Sorry. for what? But yeah, he wasn't thinking because if they all At had all. died, then them kids would have ended up in the foster care system. So
1: even though again they had another aunt, so they could have gone. They had an aunt. You know,
2: who was their aunt?
1: The aunt, aunt Rita. That,
2: that was, was the grandma's
1: sister. Oh. Again, that she she I was that. she was like, oh, I Wait, can babysit. Who? Um, Miss Payne. Oh, the woman with the skillet, the yeah. cast iron skillet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm like, she was there the whole time talking about, oh, I can babysit. Where have you been for the past ten years? Hey, honey, like, we need you. Also, noticed that it was her that stepped out first with the frying pan to actually do something, and that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna drop it there. But yeah, in my notes, I was like, oh. He's hand, he's trying to keep it together because when the, the babies came over at three a.m., I was like, oh, he's holding it together for them. He doesn't want to show too much emotion, you know. He's really managing it. He's gonna go outside for a moment, have a moment, and then as he progressed down the stairs, I said, I know he's not leaving these kids behind at three a.m. and we're in a custody case. <laughs> And this safety is at risk. Last time they almost burnt the apartment down. What's going on? And I forgot about this whole scene. So I had no
0: idea
2: Same.
1: what I w- what the, we were in store for. The, the way he peeked
0: into the, when he opened the door and zipped up his hoodie and closed the door. Girl, it was art. Just. It was definitely. it was art. That
2: was it art. art.
0: It, was. it was. I'm
2: done. Also, we can add beating someone with the frying pan to the Tyler Brady yes. card.
3: Absolutely. great ball. Oh, gosh. I can't. I think he I came had, with that
0: pipe. I said, oh, my. Yeah, he had a whole pipe. He took that straight out of somebody's car.
3: Girl,
1: where was the folding <laughs> chair when we needed
0: oh, it? At this point, I had said, I'm all out of questions. Because I actually typed that in in my notes.
2: Because <laughs> I did, I just didn't even know what else to say. This was a lot. I mean, this was, okay, so I love you, Um, uh, uh, false rape scene, which... By the way, that whole thing with the, the race factor with it too, that was too much. The, the I read it like the five flash- times, that flashback was, that was terrible. too much. So the flashback, the kids get beat. Um, he goes and crashes the car, they go to court and nobody and they convict the drug dealer, and he goes back to the car dealership and everybody's there cheering away for him. That was ten minutes. Ten <laughs> minutes.
1: <laughs> the decom special. I Just if everyone knew he was falsely convicted, why would
3: that be an issue in court? Exactly,
2: exactly. He <sighs> had to create some yeah, false good, stakes point. Or something.
3: good point. Good point because those documents so, would have been able to be um, brought into the case, I'm sure, easily.
2: Nobody, yeah, she should have known anyway. about that. She should have known about that. I don't know how, why she didn't do a background check, like you guys said. She because yeah. then we don't get the ending, basically. Yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, yeah, right. It was too wrapped up. That's
0: what happens when you try to date your client
1: exactly. You can't
0: do your job. an awful
1: oh, uh,
0: also, the whole situation with we found drugs in the car and drugs in the house, and the, the judge talking about, well, are there any witnesses? That's not hey, how this dumb works. It's dumb. not how this That's works. Not how <laughs> works. you had a warrant. you don't need witnesses. <laughs> you found drugs in the house in multiple but, places exactly. relating to this man you don't need to wait for a witness to be like well i guess we'll send you to jail
2: now not
1: at all not at all i don't know what kind of world
2: the green screen when they were in. driving yes. when the drug dealer was driving <laughs> i because i like i didn't remember the ending so
3: i was like oh no they're gonna get the grid it crashed <laughs> Because just because I, that's always the scene that happens right before. Crashes. Absolutely. And <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. I forgot the ending as well, but I knew, oh, OK, he's going to crash their car. <laughs> and then it became basically the end of Friday with like the whole neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> watching the bully get beaten up. So oh <laughs> another God. nod to a black classic. Thanks, Tyler.
1: The way they were just watching. Like it's one thing if it's one on one, fisticuffs, but there's three. I'm sorry. When they looked out the window and saw the crash, and they said, "Everybody mount up!" and they start running down the street, I hollered. I was like, "This is so stupid." <laughs> but when you see people get pummeled, like no one in the crowd thought, "Hey, in stops it,
2: right?" Maybe
1: we should help. I don't.
2: That's that's not realistic. There's it too was, many people. One somebody would have done would have done something. It was crazy.
3: Yeah. Also notice, um, okay, Elena. Oh. Sorry, I was gonna say. Notice Monty, you know, came out of that just with that one little scratch under his eye. <laughs> yeah, belly like with one little bandage. They were he stomping was- them. They were stomping. They were stomping. stomping. <laughs> Bionic man over here.
1: Oh my gosh! You just mm-mm. the way they had Idris hemmed up. I said this ain't realistic. He would have got all y'all, but that's okay. Um, this has nothing to do with anything. But the neighbor was here also. The assistant and neighbor. Um. Melinda uh, whatever her name was she was just in every scene but not really being helpful but I was also wondering why she lived next to Monty but she was working because I was like is this is this also a commentary like because you have to stay connected to the hood you have to stay there You know, that's why she was down with the brothers in the community.
2: She was just an assistant and she also had a baby. So did she? Yeah. At the beginning, she had a baby. Oh, yeah. she. But that
1: baby gone because there's no (laughs) way that she was working all the hours and then was at the fight. The baby just in the house. Like, where's everybody at? (laughs) I forgot about that. Well, that's wild. Oh, dear. But okay, Monty, this is where he says I love you at the end. Right. Even though before, I, I I agree with Iro, he had said when she came in to be his lawyer, he was like, "Just give me back to my kids." And then she won for him, but not really. It really wasn't her. It was the wit- the witnesses. But then all of a sudden, "I love you," like from where? So that's it. And the fact they had a parade, essentially a rally for this man, I guess. Random. Was think- Gabriel
2: Union in that scene? Yeah. I don't remember her being
1: there. Well, she's playing the background to the strong black man in this film. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Because they kept saying that Monty was like a respected community member. But we didn't see that. So I don't know. Also, they made the deal for the garage very quickly.
2: And that's it. Sorry, Andre. He was nice. Nice. Kind of. He beat up a oh. drug dealer. He oh, wow. played football once in high school. And he stayed in the hood. That's why he was a respected member of the community. You're absolutely I right. He couldn't
0: af- afford to leave. so Oh my. I don't know if the
1: last point counts. Ooh. It counts. I'm, I'm done. At least we ended on a high note with Whitney and the family. But that's it. That's all I have for the ending. I Yeah, nice song. Because that's your life now. Going in the garage, like, anyway.
3: Well, he got his dream, right? Like, he owns the garage. He has his three little girls with him, and I assume he and uh, Julia are going to be one big happy family. I I can't believe it. She got the man, he got the family. See, this is what I.
2: (laughs) This is still a tenuous situation because The drug dealer can still call someone to um, take care of Monty from jail. So. Oh. This is not oh, I had even that, happy, that this is gonna happen. Oh lord. Me, if that. I were Julia, that's what all that I, I would cool. be thinking about.
1: I was just thinking that the fact that they don't really like each other, I don't know how this is going to work. I I'm happy for him. He got the garage. That's cool. Gippy, you got your kids somehow. We skip. got a man. A lot of things.
2: So that's it. That's that's the end of that. You know man. what?
1: I'm I'm gone. This was certainly a
0: movie. Okay, so what are our ratings for this movie?
3: Uh, I can go first. I give it a party city, a smooth three. I think it is, um, in terms of the story, it's good. I think the themes are, they, you know, they could be better. Um, The acting is good. So I think, you know, it all balances out to, you know, average party city.
2: I'm going to do baby hair for this one. This one doesn't get a wig for me. I, it left a lot to be desired. I think if you have Idris Elba in a movie, you need to do everything you can for this man in a movie or anything. And it just wasn't there for me. So baby hair. Yeah. I was not
1: sure. I'm like, it's either that or party city, but I'm going to be go with you, Andrea. Maybe a few baby hairs slipped to the side. Like it was, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen from Tyler Perry or anyone, but also I wasn't really entertained. I was more just left aghast at at the surface level treatment of like really heavy, serious themes wrapped up in a rom-com, So, which we did not need. But yeah, I'll give it a few baby hairs.
0: I wish there was a middle between the wig cap and the baby hair because I think the casual throwing around of abuse and racism and classism and I mean just commentary on black fathers it the court system it was a lot of heavy stuff but then it also wasn't it wasn't supposed to be a comedy so I just didn't know how to feel about it I'm gonna give it a two I'm gonna give it a baby hair
2: and now and now we are due Britney's super short review show Brittany.
0: okay so I got two for us it was, it was Slim Pickens this time, which I don't know if I'm surprised by it or not. Maybe more people tend to comment on his comedies. I don't know. But here's one. Okay, so this review is titled another Tyler Perry movie with the same type of plot, but definitely shouldn't be on the bottom 100 list. This review was done February 16, 2007, so two days after the movie came out. Once again, Gabrielle Union plays a successful, rich, stuck-up snob in a movie. She is a successful lawyer, but she does cry in this movie. The plot is so predictable. We should have known that the father was going to get his children back and open up his garage and get with Gabrielle Union's character. He should have tried harder to get his daughters back from that sneaky, conniving ex-wife of his who had the drug-dealing, abusive boyfriend. He shouldn't have made his ex-mother-in-law, who was dying of lung cancer and still smoking cigarettes, Take care of them anyway. And why did his ex show up after the funeral to take the girls away? This movie also had Fly Melinda Williams, Fly Terry Vaughn, and tracy Ellis Ross in it. Overall, this was just a sad movie with a fairy tale ending, just like tyler Perry's other movies. Ten out of ten stars.
1: How did we get to ten out of ten?
0: I don't know. This From is that. what confused me. I I really don't understand how we got the ten, because okay. the review makes points. But also, I forgot yeah. that.
1: that did, wait, when did this movie come out? February 4th, Valentine's Day. Why would you put <laughs> oh. this out on Valentine's Day? Can you imagine? This is a date night movie, girl. girl.
0: It's, that, it's
3: that Struggle Love?
1: Well,
0: it sure does have struggle. Does it have love? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next review is called Capra Esquire. You can take that for what you will. <laughs> and it was reviewed December 14th, 2007. Tyler Perry's latest effort follows in the Frank Capra School of Filmmaking. He takes a John Doe and personalizes his struggle in what could be perceived as a weepy or cheesy manner, but it ultimately works because of the execution. Let me get this clear up front. Perry isn't Frank Capra, and this movie isn't Mr. Beads Goes to Town or Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Of course, Capra was around longer when he made these and had the efforts of greats like James Stewart and Gary Cooper. But while this film doesn't reach the heights of Capra, it does tell a good human story. And it does so with some entertainment and humanity. Some of the acting could have been better. I would have liked a fuller, more colorful, as in entertaining or well-rounded cast. But this film works because of the work Perry does early in the film to establish some comedy and intrigue. Just a couple touches here and there can be the difference between an engaged and invested audience and one that is checking their watches, B+. Eight out of ten stars. Okay, I looked up Frank Capra. I don't even know if that's how you say it, but that man—I don't directed or wrote or something. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. There was other movies, but that's the only one that I had seen. I, I don't know how we got here. Yeah, how are we?
1: How did he enter this conversation?
2: I don't Why know. are I you this-
1: comparing Tyler Perry to one of the greats?
2: I think because, excuse me, Jasmine. Oh no! How dare how dare you? Second of all, I think because I like his films. Sorry, <laughs> I read this for no, no, Jasmine. No, I'm, I'm I'm joking. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think that I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that he says it—the John Doe thing, where he—it's a story about a man and his life and what that means for the world around him, and that's the connection that he made there. It was a leap, but if you are into movies, I can see you making a case for this in a in a PhD class.
1: (laughs) They leaped across the Grand Canyon, across the Mariana Trench, because how did no? But okay, you know, wait, what was the rating they gave after that, Chatice? Eight out of ten stars. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. Generous. Better than Frederick Douglass.
0: <laughs> yeah, Elena, there was a review for Diary of a Mad Black Woman that was, it said, Tyler Perry is like Frederick Douglass, a unique man. I don't know mm-hmm. how we got there
3: either. Ooh, that's, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. Wow. That's the best they could do, Frederick Douglass? Like, what? Like, that's the only other comparison out there? <laughs> You know how many people we had to jump over to get to Frederick Douglass? Oh, my God. I can't. Uh,
2: That's too funny. Yes, yes.
3: Well,
0: that wraps up our discussion of Daddy's Little Girls. Next week, we will be reviewing Why Did I Get Married? As always, the socials and links will be in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week.
2: See you.